Welcome to Shekinah International Podcast. Our ministry reflects the five-fold ministry model Apostle Paul mentions in Ephesians 4, 11, and 12. Our podcast features leaders from multiple churches who are passionate about equipping Christians just like you to walk in purity and power, fulfilling your God-given purpose. God wants to do great exploits through you, so enjoy today's podcast. Woman that he's just loves to pieces, and she's walking by, and he kept going. Well, in my imagination, in my imagination, she's mine. She's my partner. She's gonna have my babies. We're gonna we're gonna live. We're gonna get married. We're gonna live together. Now, what's happening though? I mean. Our guy here in the Temptations, he's almost there. He's using his imagination. He's planted the seed. But he's not activating it. He's not walking up and saying, You're the one. You're going to have my babies. I want to marry you. I don't know if that's You know? Now, whatever we do with our imagination, then there's creation. So with our imagination, we plant that seed. God puts that in our hearts. And if we ignore it, snooze you lose. So remember this for later on because uh, I I had a a word from my Haitian friends. Um, The Haitian women are are so funny. They just crack me up. With the accent, uh, they say, Buen, Buen, you are old. You still have game. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was like, hey. you know, that, that's the best compliment at 61 you could possibly yeah. ever get. <laughs> so, <laughs> I know I'm talking a lot of stuff up here. But, you know, remember that game as we go through what I'm about to say. And uh, just real quick, a little anecdote to, um, I have my, my new threads. I, I mean, my sister... I, I just want to acknowledge her because she she's like, I know you've been a little bit down. I sent you a bunch of Kohl's cash. Go shopping. Hey. And and for the ladies, I, I know I'm a guy. I'm not supposed to do this. But she said, when the going gets tough, the tough go shopping. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you receive that. So I, I have to, to bless her because she lifts me up. She's my baby sister, but she's kind of like my mom lately, so, which is good. I mean, she, she takes care of me. Um, yeah, you know, she lifts me up and she supports me. And she actually said something that I want all of us to think of uh, that's really important as we go into our, using our imagination. And she said, if you saw yourself the way other people see you, you wouldn't be down. Mm, come on. Can we all look in the mirror and say that? Yeah, yeah. that's so good. Because we're who, who's the hardest on us? Yeah. Us. Yeah. And we're going to talk about that because that's exactly what the deceiver wants. Mm, come on. Yeah. So, um, let's see. We do have a slide here. I I forget about the slides, <clears throat> but um, we'll we'll move on. Can I? <laughs> do, do you do that sometimes? Steph, just tell me when to turn the page, will you? Yeah. <laughs> turn the page. Um, 
And can we go to the next slide, please? Oh, that was so fast. <laughs> I looked down and there it was. It's, it's like, I said there was an anointing in this room, didn't I? <laughs> I said, you know, there's an anointing here today. I so imagination, the faculty or action of forming new ideas or images or concepts of external objects not present to the senses. Do you get that part? Our imagination, God has given us imagination that is, I'm coming up on that too, but I'm gonna use the word again, limitless. Yeah, amen. Absolutely. Anything we can imagine, God's put it there for a reason, and he wants us to act. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to make sure that, and, and the ability of the mind to be creative or resourceful, the part of the mind that images things. No, thank you, Stephanie, I didn't come up with that, but you did. And, and this is also important. I wanted to make sure that creativity and, uh, and imagination, sometimes they're, they're, they're kind of locked together, well, absolutely locked together, but sometimes the fact that one is the seed, one is that which is planted that we must act on creatively. So we have a God who, who's shown us, demonstrated the greatest imagination possible. Yeah, come on. He came up with this. In Genesis, he filled the void. Yeah, that's good. In fact, as we've discussed in, in past uh, ministries of mine, um, science, after years of me growing up saying there is no creation, it's all evolution, scientists have processed themselves down in a quantum way that they say there's no way there could be a universe without a creator. So creativity is it's in our DNA. Creativity and that wonderful imagination, because if we can imagine it, then we can move on and create it. It just makes you feel so different. Because we go through, we're, we're kind of, you know, like this a lot of times. Like, I'm not going to let that flow. Yeah, come on. I don't believe that I could do that. I, and we're coming up with that, too. So, uh, can we have the next slide? Now, this is very powerful, and thank you again, Steph. And anyway, let's give Stephanie a big round of applause because she um she threw me off the cliff. I I, I kind of helped, <laughs> but she gave me a parachute. <laughs> so so and, and I was all concerned this morning because I fell asleep because I just started this yesterday morning, <laughs> and um I was all nervous and I was thinking, oh man, she is going to be so upset with me. And she called me up and she goes. So let's take five minutes here and I'll just go through these slides with you and that's a pretty good outline, right? And I said, yeah. And she goes, okay, no sweat. I'll send it over to you. I'll see you at church. I was like, who? <laughs> I said, what? <laughs> uh, but I pray that the light of God will illuminate the eyes of your imagination. That's good. You were closing your eyes. I saw you closing your eyes. Or I thought I did. That, that's just a good thing, you know. Because yeah, visualization, as you're going to see, is really important with our imagination. Mm -hmm. We need to just close our eyes sometimes, sit quietly, and let it happen. Just see it. Mm -hmm. 
just see every detail that God's created or helping us create. Flooding you with light until you experience the full revelation of the hope of his calling that is the wealth of God's glorious inheritances wow. that he finds in us, yes. his holy ones. Amen. Oh! Can I get an amen? Amen. I really like to make those noises. <laughs> I think they're really powerful in a way. So imagination, we kind of have to be a little careful with because it can really change everything. Our imagination can obviously, we're bringing something with our imagination that's not currently present. Yeah. We're bringing something new. Yeah. Do you see how that works in spirit? Yeah. We're bringing something out to the spirit yeah. Yeah. that no one's ever really experienced before. Mm -hmm. That's powerful, whether it's new music, new ministry, new ideas for um, dealing with uh, racial problems. How, how we can shake hands and see that our differences and, and the fact that we have different color skins and stuff because God <coughs> loves diversity. There, there's ways I think that we should, we should be breaking through this, but whatever you have in your imagination, we have a God who can help us do that. We just have to be a little careful sometimes. So good versus evil. Can we go uh, uh, oh, we're over there already? Thank you. Um, or the good part of, of imagination, but we'll, we'll start a little bit on the downside. Imagination uh, in our human existence can easily, unfortunately, be perverted. Yeah. And we can be beaten down by the deceiver. We've, we've kind of been talking about that today. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just want to remind everybody that the deceiver does not and cannot Come on. create. Come on. That's he has way. no imagination. He uses, what he uses to intimidate us is our own fears. Yeah. Yeah, our own feeling that we aren't good enough. Yeah. Our own feeling that, oh, I've got this great idea, but I don't have enough money to do that. Or in my own case lately, I've been too sick. Um, he, and, and he continues to just, and once you, once you really go into it, you're starting to use your imagination, not in a good way. You, you're using your imagination going, ah! mm, come on, yeah. every horrible thing that could possibly happen is happening to me right now. Mm, come on. And that throws us down, 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 down. It's like we're in our own pit of hell. Yeah. And we haven't even, we haven't even stepped out of <laughs> The earthly realm, you know, but we're, you know, I, I, I truly believe that hell, uh, you know, that, that old phrase that we could either make a heaven of hell or a hell of heaven. It's how we use our mind and our imaginations. The deceiver wants to steal our, imagine for, our imagination for him. He wants us to imagine all this horrible stuff. And he works on shortcomings. He works on lust for flush. He works on money. Yeah, yeah. He works on our fears, our past behaviors, our self-condemnation. Mm -hmm. You know, if I hadn't done that 15 years ago, maybe I'd have a better car. <laughs> <laughs> or, or if I hadn't done that 15 years ago, um, 
you know, maybe these people would like me a little better because <laughs> they heard about what I did. But uh, you guys heard my testimony. You're still smiling. So, <laughs> but he perverts our imagination because he doesn't have any original ideas. He doesn't know what else to do. So he basically uses our imagination against us. Where our creator, our God, wants us to use our imagination for the betterment of, of everyone to to our, our imagination to serve the purpose yeah. we're here for. Yeah. Mm. To worship with him and to serve our own individual person because everyone here has their own purpose and there is no one else ever that's been like you. Yeah, yeah. come on, that's good. That's gotta make you feel good. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta go to the mirror and you can even turn to the person next to you. You know, there's no one else like you. There is no one else like you. There's none like you, my sister. Hey. There's nobody like Shane. And yes, sir. Anyway, uh, you know, a few other examples, which we see often, and we're going to go into ministry here. And this happens a lot of ministries, but our imagination can even cause. We're imagining that somebody's talking about us. Yeah. And it's not nice. We're imagining somebody stabbing us in the back. Yeah. And where did we get that idea? We're just imagining all these threats and all these things that are assailing us that really are true. Yeah, come on. But the more we concentrate on them, well, you may just bring in, you may manifest what your imagination is telling you. Yeah, that's good. How many times are you just like, you know, you're, you're going, I, I know there's somebody following me. Yeah. Or, or you, you're walking up going, you know, I don't know about so-and-so because she, um, I know she was talking about me. I know she was saying bad stuff and she's trying to undermine everything I'm doing in the church, so I'm not going to talk to her anymore. In fact, I'm just going to banish her out of my thoughts except for the fact that I'll hold on to this pretended hurt. Mm-hmm. And Come it just on. goes deeper and deeper. Come on. Come on. And all of a sudden you, pretty, you laugh. But we know that happens. <laughs> we know it happens. Like, uh, you know, worship teams are the worst. Uh, I mean, I've heard them called war teams. Because, now I didn't see any of that today. And you guys aren't like that. I know Kenna's not that way either, so... We invited her to, to, to come to our meetings now, so I hope she comes. But um, ego. Here's where imagination from musicians and create, creative people who are you know, mostly always looking for creative outlets and so on, <coughs> they, um, they, they get this little ego thing like, well, I wish she'd shut up because I'm the best singer on the team and she's messing me up every time she opens her mouth. <laughs> or, or um, you know, I'm such a great guitar player. I mean, they don't need any other guitar player for me because I, I know that I'm a really good guitar player. So therefore, all these other people are beneath my skill level. Worship teams are the worst. And people, people on worship teams I've been on perceive that's happening, even if it's not. Yeah, yeah. 
If somebody's very skilled, all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, Mary Jean is going to be dating. <laughs> it's so true. And they do, and it, it, it's terrible because what are we supposed to be doing? We're supposed to be uplifting each other in the body. Yeah, come on. Not stabbing each other in the back, mm -hmm. not talking about, or, or arriving with some sort of grudge that maybe doesn't even exist. Yeah, come on. How can you go into worship when you're all offended? It's, it's a terrible thing, and I think worship teams everywhere need to pray that out. Yeah, come on. And I try to before you start. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like anybody got something for somebody else, let's get it out. <clears throat> let's just shake it off because we need to worship in our imaginations yeah. with an unoffended heart. Yeah, <clears throat> now what happens? We're, we're pulling out of this bad side, okay? We're gonna, we're gonna uplift. But we're all human, and we need to really guard ourselves against a lust for anything, or a grudge against anyone, or self-condemnation, or defeated attitudes, despair, hopelessness, envy, etc. because the deceivers gotcha. Yeah, yeah. When you start laying into that stuff, when you start concentrating on it, when it starts to consume you, you feel like all of a sudden you're in a box you can't get out of. It's so hard to shake it. But as Stephanie pointed out uh, this morning to me, that you, we have family. Sometimes you get in that place, you need to contact your family. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You need to kind of talk, wow, this is how I'm feeling. I know it's not even real. But it's the hardest thing sometimes to shake it off. Even if something happened to you 25 years ago, mm -hmm. all of a sudden it's coming back. Yeah. Now I'm gonna talk about that a little bit uh, in my healing portion, which is coming up next. Huh, so fast. Hey. <laughs> I just really like. So let's not confound our imagination is what I'm saying. Let's keep our imagination focused in a godly way. Mm -hmm. In a way that edifies others, a way that builds yeah. up, always yeah. builds up. Yeah, come on. Never let him tell you bunch of lies because that's what it is Amen. now I have for healing kind of my personal testimony actually <laughs> that's why this came about because even though I hadn't looked at the work the, the worship schedule and even though I thought Stephanie had told me some time ago that she had guests coming so I didn't worry need to worry about preaching uh, there was a misunderstanding. <laughs> so yesterday morning, I, I, I see she calls, I play the message. Oh, by the way, uh, you're on to preach tomorrow. So um, let me know if you need anything or I can't remember what you said. I was like, huh? <laughs> okay, so, so, you know, I just want you all to know that I had the personal fortitude and I had the integrity not to say, hey, Steph, it ain't gonna happen. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, I think, you know, pressure makes diamonds, right? Yes, it does. So, boy, did I feel like I was under pressure. Because, first of all, God, the Lord had already shown me this earlier in the week, talking about imagination. And then I got words about imagination from other people. But keep in mind here, I didn't think I was gonna have to preach. Well, the Lord was already preparing me, yeah. and I didn't even know it. 
Sink me, he's a poet and did not know it. <laughs> but we're making it happen by the grace of God. Amen. So thank you all for listening to this. So that's part of my personal testimony that all of this came in. But as everyone knows, um, I've been ill for a long time. Uh, things that are unidentified, doctors. You know, I love the fact that they want to help and heal. Sometimes they can be so irritating. Um, especially when they say, we really don't know, Brent. I mean, we're going to give you this pill, this drug. We're going to try this. We're going to send you here. We need to find somebody smarter than us uh, to figure out what this problem is. And I said, I know who's smarter. <laughs> I know who he is. But I, I love their hearts. They're, they're healers. I have a, um, a physician's assistant named Lindsay, who I would swear she's my sister. I mean, when I see her, the caring just pours out of her. And she gets frustrated when I'm really bad. She goes... Oh, I'm so frustrated. But she remembers. I was in remission a few years ago. And she agreed with me. I said, I think it's because of prayer that I'm being healed. And at first she was like, yeah, sure, bro. Whatever you want to believe. I'm a scientist. But then she goes, you know, this happens to patients. I, don't, I can't account for it. I think you must be right. Come on, so when yeah. I came back, she was kind of disappointed. But she wasn't, like, condemning me. She was like, "Hun, I'm here. Let's work this out together, and, and you, you can find that healing place again. That's right, yeah. That's right. So she's helped. So, you know, I've been through kind of what I was just talking about, self-condemnation. I felt like, this is terrible. I almost felt like I was being punished for past improprieties. Mm -hmm. Now, we can get into that place, too. You can beat yourself up pretty hard. Yeah, come on. I mean, really hard. And like I said, who's the hardest on us? Us. So that's where your imagination can really, really turn against you. So you kind of got to back up now. I, my eye was swollen shut earlier this week because of some uh, periorbital, say like, whatever they called it, you know, it was a big medical name. And I, I was just like, this has got to stop. I mean, the deceiver's taken my joy. He's messing with my finances. I have to make excuses to people because, you know, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, um, I'm sorry, Jackie, I can't fill in for worship for you because I'm headed to the hospital. Remember that happened this summer? What a, what a lousy thing to say to somebody, you know, I have to do that, especially to a young person. But, <clears throat> you know, I think... The tide is turning. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Woo! Make some noise. Yeah. Woo! So, you know, I, I mean <clears throat> I can even relate to people that of like Sheila and Stephanie. This feels like my childhood. When they pretty much used to call me the boy in the bubble because I had so many illnesses going on, my mom didn't want to care let me out of the house. I had to see an air conditioning and all this stuff. And I was thinking, what, what did I just tell you? The deceiver looks really hard. And he finds those things you fear the most. Mm -hmm. he, the things you don't want in your life is the thing that he's going to keep creeping in on you. Mm -hmm. And honestly, 
it can really wreck your world. So what we gotta do is break out. Come on, amen. You know, we gotta we we gotta stand up. We gotta I'm sorry, we gotta fight. This isn't like I, I, I'm learning this and I'm gonna share a little bit more, but we can't just come to Shekinah. We can't just come to Shekinah and go up to Stephanie and Cammie and say, I, I don't feel good. Will you pray for me? Yeah, come on. You right. Remember what the guy wasn't doing with the temptations? He had the imagination part right, but he wasn't taking action. Yeah. He's never going to get that girl. Mm -hmm. so poor, poor girl, she, she probably would have liked him too. Amen. So, so we have to, this is the important part about imagination. This is where mm, we're in the zone. We have to visualize God's promises. And visualization of his promises is so important. Like I said, we just can't come up to Laura and say, we pray for me, I don't feel good. And expect to walk out, hey, that's it, you know. That, I'm sorry, I thought that's the way it worked for a long time. But really, we have to take action. We have to bring ourselves out of a place of self-condemnation, of being the worrywart, of expecting things to go badly. Oh, what do we have to do? We have to see beyond our present circumstances. How many times do we hear that yeah. in the church? We have to see beyond where we are at to the place the Lord wants us to be. Mm -hmm. This... I, I've read, and I'm working on this now, so you expect the testimony. Amen. That visualizing, hey, come on. Yes. visualizing yourself in a place that you want to be, that you know God wants you to be, That's right. can change everything. This isn't New Age crap. Yeah. I know that the secret and all that stuff Amen. kind of mm -hmm. muddied the waters. But this is spiritual. This is what part of God's promises See beyond your circumstances. And what does this imagination part come down to? Faith. That's right. Because you're not going to ever get anything if you don't believe it. Amen. Yeah, tell it, sister. Tell it. <laughs> it's, it's your gavel. You can use it any way you want. I want to flow with you. It's Judge Laura. It's Prophet Laura. Amen. <laughs> so. No, that's awesome. So mm -hmm. we have, need to stand up, act, mm -hmm. act in the spirit. How's that? We have to act in the yes. spirit. Amen. And you know, it's taken me a while to really understand that because I was such a secular dude. I'm, I'm humanist to the core. I was, you know, I was scientific. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I always wanted, I realized, to be super spiritual and use my imagination. Because let's face it, I'm a musician. I'm an artist, I'm a creator. My imagination has always been on steroids. Mm -hmm. So as I mentioned to my brother and Stephanie, I said, well, and, and Phil, I have, I have this great imagination, how come I'm stuck? Mm -hmm. come on. How come I can't change the circumstances by using my imagination when I can create beautiful music, I can imagine um, writing things, I, I, I have this great imagination. That, that God gave me, it's, it's a gift. So <clears throat> I uh, saw some guys uh, actually stumble onto a guy named Andrew Womack. Mm -hmm. 
And I'd never heard of him before. I don't know. Did you know who he is? Okay. See, I'm still new enough to, to the Lord where I don't know the big names. But I'm learning. And, you know, Sheila introduces me to people and Stephanie does and, and I'm sure other people will as well. But, uh, Hey. Yeah. 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 That's right. Tell it, brother. Tell it, brother. So anyway, uh, when I stumbled onto Andrew, uh, I found out he wrote a book. And the book is called The Power of Imagination. There's power in imagination. We'll love you, Jaden. Yeah, sure. You use your power of imagination at work. Anyway, so Andrew, in 2002, I, I, I haven't read the book yet, I'm ordering it, but he gave a little kind of overview. He said in 2002, he had a ministry that was failing, a marriage that was really rocky, and lousy health, and he said nothing was working. He's praying all the time. People were praying for him, and things didn't seem to happen for him. And he put this all in the book, which I can hardly wait to read, but he said, God showed him, you've got to work at this point. Yeah. You need to visualize where you want to be. You need to visualize uh, the place. You, you need to be the changes you want to see. Yes. Yeah, come on, that's a good word. So he said, all of a sudden, that was 2002, now it's 2019. He's grown from this minuscule, barely happening ministry to he's, he's reaching billions of people around the world. He said, my marriage all of a sudden came to life and the illness, I, he didn't mention what his illness was, but he said, my health improved. My finances improved. Everything improved. Because I went and I sat in a chair with my visualizations and Jesus came and sat next to me. And we just sat there. And he said these pictures got bigger and bigger and bigger. Now, does this sound like, y'all should run New Age, blah, blah, blah. You know, we can either believe or choose not to. So I guess if this sounds like voodoo or hoodoo or some kind of weird stuff, I, I believe it. I believe in the power of the mind. I believe that, as I've uh, talked about Carolyn Leaf, I believe that quantum, which is the smallest thing in the universe, has proved to science there's a creator. Who had ever thought? I mean, schools have told us for years, we can't have God in here. It's only evolution. You can't have a God do this. But God pushed on, and it caught the imagination of science yes, to the point where science went, there's no way we can ever prove. This is... The smallest particle there is, what was before that? And what was, there isn't, there's a creator. Yeah, that is huge. Yes. So now that we know about a little bit about quantum physics, and we need just a little bit, but that's what it's all about. We, um, we now arrive at our conclusions that maybe this visualization and sitting down with our pictures of how God wants our life to be. Our, our, he knows our hearts, he knows our desires. And sitting down in the chair and being quiet and 
Powerful stuff. Powerful. We need to pull ourselves up by our bootstraps. I'm sorry, it takes action. And Andrew's really, um, really taught me uh, that as well as talking to Stephanie, my brother, uh, sharing these thoughts, and Phil Stetler, who some of you know, some of you don't, but he is a prophet, whether he wants to admit it or not. <laughs> he never knows with Phil, but he's very black and white, most prophets run, it is, or it isn't. And I'm more of a pastor type, you know, seat of my pants guy. And, <laughs> and I uh, generally look at grays. I mean, I, like I was saying to Stephanie this morning, I can look at something that Phil looks at and he'll go, this is terrible. We're never going to fix this. And I look at it as, well, you know, this could be good if we, <laughs> if, if we tweaked it, you know. Amen. So that, that's where we roll. But I, I received a vision and... Uh, this is uh, something that perhaps you might want to try as well. But, uh, and I've shared a little bit with others, but uh, the vision, there's two rooms. And pathetically, in my imagination, I'm in bleak, gray, dark. There's still shadows, so it's not that dark. But there's really no life in the room. And I'm in the room, bent over, thinking about illness, financial problems. I'm in despair, basically. I'm just miserable. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, gee, where's my joy? You know, I'm a worship leader, I'm kind of cool, you know? <laughs> I got game, but, but it ain't happening. So where is it? So, well, there's a room right next to the room I'm in, and there's a door. And I keep looking at the door, and I kind of hear in the background just, So in the vision, I moved towards the door, finally, overcoming all my fears, all my distractions. It's like the hardest thing. It's like, you, I'm going like this. And the door comes open, and it's just blinding light. <laughs> and I step through it, <laughs> and here's, guess who? <laughs> He's like, what took you so long? You stepped in. This is where you belong. That's, that's, you know who that is? He's making a fool out of you. Yeah. He's making a mess of your life and you're letting him. You need to faith. You need to step in with faith. These are the things I have planned for you. Yeah. This is your purpose. We're, we're going to get that going. So we must fight. Otherwise the deceiver wins. And the one thing we don't want to do is let him win. We want to frustrate him every inch of the way. Can I get an amen? Amen. All right. Lastly, we're going to talk a little bit about ministry and imagination. I don't know. Is there a slide left? Yeah, okay. No? It's worship and healing. Oh, well. Oh, it's worship and healing? Was it worship? That's what I did for ministry. Well, that's okay. We're going to talk about worship because I, I think worship. And ministry, this is where imagination can be huge because the best ministries I've ever read about, you, you always read the chapter where they start. And I, I think this is really true, and Stephanie can really relate to this because uh, they generally start with God's giving me a word to start a ministry. 
I have two people. <laughs> I have I have Um de Nicolette. <laughs> I have a car that's being, you know, kind of put together with Bailey wire and chewing gum. And uh, you know, it doesn't look so good. But God said start a ministry. So what do you do then? You better be visualizing a lot. <laughs> a lot of prayer from those, those two people. <laughs> and, and after a while, yeah, sister? Yeah. And, and your office is a closet. Yeah. It's a converted Amen. closet, right? <laughs> Lots of time. Right. Lord, this is really happening for me. It was found. Thank you, Jesus. I, this closet, look how I made it over. <laughs> I got rid of the, 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 the brooms and, and, and the mops. Yes, yes, yes. So some, sometimes the biggest things start out really small. And what puts the seed there? Your imagination. God's working on your imagination. He wants you to, to really trust. To really visualize that when it looks really bad... But he gave you a seed. Yeah, come on. You can't do it without it. That's right. Yeah. And why is that so important? Because when you show people that you're succeeding with a partnership with God, then you're giving the biggest testimony anyone would ever need. Yeah. My partnership with the imaginary creative God has brought this to pass. Yeah. But I couldn't do it alone. I tried. Lord knows I've tried. It's not working. So this is huge. Now by imagining, uh, there's another concept that, that really a lot of ministers and a lot of pastors that I've read about have, they learn it. And Andrew Womack made this very clear. He said, one of the things I was doing wrong in my ministry after I started visualizing was God told me, can you make it a little bigger? Yeah. Do you have to think that small? I mean, what kind of a testimony is that? <coughs> Come on, I'm the God of the impossible. Think big. Amen. Let's see it happen. So the testimony that our concept wouldn't ever have happened, as we know, without being partnered with the God of the impossible. There's something else that we have to know and we have to admit, we have to accept, and we have to have faith. God and our imagination are limitless. Yeah, come on. Do you know what that means? That means there's no end That's right. to what we're capable of Amen. with a partnership with God. So when we're sitting there wondering in the morning, can, can I get out of bed? Yeah. Let's think bigger. Let's think the next step, you know. <laughs> Can I get in the shower while well, you're still in bed, you know? Yes. Because, you know, small steps make up big, big things. Right. Yeah. Especially if you only have Uno to Nicolette and two followers. <laughs> <laughs> but these things can happen. We need, to, we need to, but imagination is so important. The imagination and the visualization. That means we get the seed, God plants our seed, and we go into a room and even with our Uno de Nicolette, the bad car, and the two people, and the closet for an office, <laughs> we sit, and we sit, with him, and we say, come here, Jesus. Yeah. And we sit with him. Yeah, come on. And we see all he's promised. Yeah, yeah. 
and we have to believe that he'll fulfill these prophecies. Now, I, I told Stephanie, I think I've been having a problem accepting that God wants to fulfill promises. Mm -hmm. Come on. Um, you know, self-condemnation and all those things. You know, I go, why on earth would he help me? Yeah. But I'm overcoming that. Amen. You know why? Because I'm really a pretty decent person. Damn, whether I've been bad or not in the past. And I, I was very naughty. I, I think now that I, I think now I, what I am or am not is reaching out to people. And the Lord knows I, I love so many different kinds of people. And uh, they seem to respond well. As uh, Steph says, that's my pastor. So we must, even if it's, even if we think we don't have enough time, money, intellect, health, support, we need to keep our eyes on the prize in the spirit and faith, which equals faith. You hear the faith part again? Imagination, that's faith. If you're sitting in your closet and you're believing that you're gonna have a ministry, that's faith. So our imagination takes us to a brand new place in faith. That's right. And I believe, and I believe I'll have this testimony, the more you visualize and the more you have faith in what you want to come to pass, instead of what you see, it's going to just get better and better and better and better. And now I excluded um, all, any parts about bad ministry because it, I guess God didn't want me to use it. <laughs> so we're just going to concentrate. We've already been through the evil. So now we're just going to concentrate on what's so good. Amen. Ow! <laughs> Imagination is a great test of faith in our creator. And by visualizing and working with our partner, our creator, to make these come up past, it is the biggest testimony that anyone will ever observe. Amen. Amen. So just keep going. Yeah, come on. Just whatever's going on in your life, keep going. If God gave you a seed, don't don't go. Never gonna happen. I don't think God really is pleased. By the way, when you do that, I mean He's giving you. Look, I'm giving you pearls here. What are you doing? Throwing them on the floor? That's just, you know, we gotta, we gotta work, we gotta work with our partner. I know there's a big place for you. I heard that tone today. That's so beautiful. So anyway, let's think big. Let's use our imaginations. You know the right way. <laughs> you know, but but let's use them and, and listen to what God. Let's sit down with that seed. Let's sit in the chair, or let's open that door, that door that you're going. <sighs> it's been so bad, do I even want to try? Come on. I mean, <laughs> oh, all right. And God says, hey, what took you so long? Yeah, come on. I've been waiting for you. I have all these plans. Why are you ignoring me? Mm -hmm. Let's not ignore him. So, Brother Todd, can you uh, spin some jams? I hear God say, it's <laughs> you know, some jams for the Lord. 
I like the Temptations, but we'll, yeah. we've graduated far beyond that. And uh, in activation here in closing, I I wish there was more people here, but we're working on that. See, I see them coming. So I'm sitting, in, and Jesus and I are going to partner on this one. Because I like lots of bodies. It's like I like to be seen. So, really? So, you know, I like to be noticed. But, um, I didn't know that. Seriously, though, I think we need some more bodies in here, but we'll get them. They're coming. They're coming. So, They're in the they are. They are. Um, thank you. Thank you. We're visualizing you them. Them. We're seeing them. They're in the I see all those bodies. All those smiling faces. <laughs> Many different colors, types. Yes. I don't care. Everybody's yes. here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, I want you all to close your eyes. Thank you, Todd. We need that music. Dream big. Even... You know, we don't have to work real hard at this. Just see something that maybe God's already told you, but you're like going, ain't happening. I got uno de Nicolato, <laughs> no car, a closet for an office, and maybe only one person listens and a to me. You've got a nice car, girl. <laughs> no, what? You have a jacket. Oh, a jacket, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. So. Even if it seems impossible, remember, we have a God of the impossible. That's what makes him so great. That, that's what makes our testimony that much more powerful when we can just lean into the Lord. Think also of all the good things that might happen to others, to your body, to your friends, to your family, if you would take the chance leap off the cliff into Jesus' arms and move your imagination into creativity and make it happen. Let it pass. Let what God has put in you come to pass. Come to pass because remember, there's nobody else like you. Never been created, nobody like you. So if you don't do it, nobody's going to do it. So as we said at the beginning of this thing, I want you to make this, even if it's, even if it seems a little distant now, just keep concentrating and remember when you leave, maybe tomorrow morning or tomorrow evening or a couple of times a day, just sit with Jesus for a minute and go, hmm, I got no resources, how can I make this happen? I bet we're gonna find out we can yeah, make it happen. That's good, that's good. We're gonna find out and I want you to Pray and dream and manifest your purpose to reality. Because, remember the first part about you got game? Because you got game in the Lord. Each one of us. Yeah! Let's say it. Thank you. And if you choose, we have elders around if you want to pray. And I think you should. If you found that little thing, just, you know, it doesn't have to be a big deal. Pray into it with somebody. Just say, you know, I've always wanted to, and I've always felt the Lord wants. Maybe something will change. Maybe something will happen right now. Today. Let's pray into that, huh? Right, Jamar? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. God love you.
Thank you for listening today. Take a moment and ask Holy Spirit what He wants you to do with what you've learned. And remember, with God, all things are possible. So keep dreaming, keep praying, and simply obey. Because God is good, and He has good plans for you. You can subscribe to our blogs, learn about our speakers, and even hear from one of our team members how you can take part in transforming a city, your city with Christ. There's no time like the present. Visit ShekinahOnline.com. If this doesn't excite you, watch for our new and God-inspired product line, a newly released book by Stephanie Butler, more testimonies from our listeners like you, working to bring unity in cities across the world. If you feel led to support our podcast, you may do so on our Shekinah.com website. Or if you would like to support us monthly, there is a link labeled Listener Support on every podcast. Until next time, we thank you, we love you, have a blessed day.